Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, Dr. LaFanya Jones-Hines, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapist. What we will be is informative, down to earth, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up your volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 54, Latent Nostalgia. Yeah, I tell y'all, we be, we certainly be coming up with these titles. I t- we poets and we know it. <laughs> I know, I be loving them. Yes. Just like on the disc broad, somebody had put one of the uh, sessions in there. I was like, I don't even remember. I remember that title, but what was we talking about? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I had to go back and look at that joint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for all of our interns that are guessing, trying to guess what that is, it's basically staying in a relationship because of potential and or memory. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like that's one of the ones that it feels self-explanatory mm-hmm. uh, when you hear it. I know. You know, but when you live in it, it don't feel self-explanatory. No, nope. Not at all. Not, not even close. <laughs> you know, so when I think of staying with somebody for potential, the first thing that comes to mind is somebody you're with somebody that has an entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and or want to have an entrepreneurial <laughs> spirit. There you go. In their mind, they, in my mind, uh, you know, they believe, yes. <laughs> they believe that they have an entrepreneurial spirit, but it doesn't actually come to fruition in any kind of real tangible kind of way. Mm-hmm. But you keep getting caught up in the, the what if, and the hope that they will get there and they'll mm-hmm. be able to establish whatever it is that, yeah. you know, they keep saying that they want to establish. Like the dreamer. And by dreamer, we mean dreamers who only dream. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. people that dream and then get it together and make it work. And see, I think you have different types of potentials, people who live in potential. One is the one that you define, Dr. Strickland, the one who is really, they really do have that entrepreneurial spirit and they have ideas and they know how to delegate and they know how to maybe even make it happen. They just haven't had the right break yet. Mm -hmm. And then you also have the dreamers like Dr. Wall was saying, like they're just a dreamer. Mm -hmm. It's just a contemplation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I think you, at when we talk about staying in a relationship based on potential, you have to figure out which one of these people you're in a relationship with. The one who actually does have the entrepreneurial spirit and have the drive and the ability to go out and try and get it. Or you mm-hmm. have just like the 40 year old rapper. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> Dr. Wall, don't look like I was going to say, did we, did we strike any nerves out there? I know, cause she got stuck in this position. <laughs> I was like, do we strike any nerves out there? Uh, the other type of potential that I was thinking about is not necessarily the entrepreneur or the dreamer, but the promiser, Mm. you know, the, 
you know, I'm going to do better. You know, we going to get married. We going, you know, like this, the promiser so that they always keep you hooked just enough or like the dangling carrot y'all ever seen the cartoons mm-hmm. with a horse and they got the carrot dangling bread crumbing like, mm-hmm. there you go but non we're not saying on a level of narcissism but mm-hmm. bread crumbing he really be believing what he's saying mm-hmm. right and i think that's one of the differences or she we'll say yeah true that, they. True that. um and i think that's one of the differences here with versus maybe some of the previous sessions we talked about that was more manipulation based mm-hmm. yeah um I would say for this category, these individuals are not necessarily manipulative with the terms of being malicious. Mm -hmm. It ends up being manipulative, but not from a place of, I want to hurt you type of manipulation. It's Mm -hmm. just because I can't get myself together. It ends up, you know, it still ends up hurting you, but Mm -hmm. that was never my true intention. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's just like the addict who in that moment, they really do want to be sober. They really do believe that they can be sober. They really do think that they can stop doing whatever it is that they're doing. But once they get away from you and out of your sight and into life again, it's like, yeah, I need something to help me. Yeah. That's a different ball game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think another aspect of this same topic is the person who is dating the individual and dating them for what they think this mm. person is going to become their mm-hmm. image of them. Yeah. So you done got with this person. I'm going to say dude, cause I date dudes. I, you done got with this dude and you want him to be, um, a doctor. We'll just do something random. You want him to be a doctor and you want him to make six figures or mm-hmm. seven figures. You want him to drive this. You want him to dress like this. And he has the potential to do these things, but it's not what he wants. Mm-hmm. So you done created a whole life or as Dr. Strickland might say, you done ran with a narrative mm-hmm. <laughs> in your head mm-hmm. that nobody else is privy to. And that just, that doesn't work when you're in a relationship. Now, let me let me preface this before we get into this even deeper. We're not judging anyone out there who may find yourself in this type of situation. Mm-hmm. What we do here is try to bring information to you to process, to see if this is a situation you want to remain mm-hmm. in and look at yourself because yeah. you have to do some self-care and some processing mm-hmm. to understand if this is one of the reasons why you are not feeling fulfilled in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check yourself or you wreck yourself. Absolutely. How about that one? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would agree with all of those, you know, and potential is so dangerous mm-hmm. <laughs> because hope is a hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. Ain't it? Yeah, um, it and f- in my, in my mind, <laughs> again, <laughs> uh, in my mind, you know, potential is steeped in hope. Yes. You know, those two for me really go hand in hand because I have this hope that you will get to whatever that promised land is. Mm -hmm. And then that becomes the driving force. Yeah. You know, not the reality of whatever's going on, but like my hope that we will be together forever or my hope that you will become this, you know, particular profession or the hope that you will finally choose me or the hope that you will, Mm -hmm. you know, insert whatever it is. Yeah. And and then that almost becomes a thing that you're in love with. And, you know, I I also see this a lot with uh, especially newly single single mothers who have that hope of their baby daddy being a potentially good father uh, at at some point in their lives, Mm -hmm. you know, and so they continue to chase 
this man to be a good father mm-hmm. when like you said they run ran with this whole story well he he got a good job and he do this but he don't even want to pay child support he or don't not want even, to be a dad uh, right mm-hmm. right i think sometimes you have to just look at what it is it don't mean it's not gonna hurt um i think sometimes people just continue to be like well it's going to change well why do you where's the evidence like i've told interns in the past i tell my clients take a, a snapshot of what is actually happening and tell me the things that you see mm-hmm. not what you feel not what you thinking what do you see because what is the reality yeah because those are the facts those are you can check those things mm-hmm, you can't check mm-hmm. what you done came up with in your head does that mean you're gonna have to deal with some truths you may not have been prepared for yeah but the reality is going to help you formulate a better plan now if you still want to deal with whoever you deal with deal with them Mm -hmm. but deal with them from a real place and not this fairy tale that you have created Mm -hmm. yeah and i think another thing that kind of goes with that when you're you know staying in a relationship based off of potential is comparison Mm -hmm. so you know that old saying like birds of a feather kind of stick together so if you but even opposites attract, you know, we got lots of sayings, sayings that <laughs> compa- combat one another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for example's sake, if you are with somebody because of the potential of what they can become mm-hmm. and then part of their friend group, somebody else has had the potential to become something and they actually become that thing. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's not mm-hmm. staying in that mindset and comparing your potential with the potential of somebody else because you may have the dreamer yeah Mm -hmm. you know and that's where their potential will stay Mm -hmm. but the other person has the the drive mm -hmm. the go get the i'm the hustle right they have the the action part Mm -hmm. of potential Mm -hmm. um now we could get all into the whole like brain piece of that of action potentials (laughs) um but in a behavioral sense, you know, when you have someone that has action potential versus passive potential, if you start comparing your passive potential to your active potential or to the other person's active, you're going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel personally defeated, mm-hmm. you know, alone. And you'll find yourself in this relationship. Miserable. To- Hmm. miserable miserable and too long mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the thing about it is nobody can tell you how long to stay in this type of relationship Mm-mm. you know I think that for my age and I can only speak <laughs> for me I can only speak for me so please don't call don't say I'm trying to judge you I can't date your potential I'm too old for that Mm-hmm. Now, when I was in my, when I was 19 and I would even say all throughout my twenties, I could date your potential because we all, we, I'm in college. So I'm, I got potential too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't a guarantee that I was going to be where I'm going to be uh, where I am right now. Mm-hmm. So we all have potential in our, from like 18 all through our twenties. Cause we working on something. But once I hit my 30, I need you to have hustled your way up to some kind of leveled career. <laughs> I need to see something. Yes. The actions. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's need- really what it is, is the, where is your follow through? Mm-hmm. Like I, I hear what you're saying, but I'm paying attention to your patterns. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. patterns don't match your yeah. words. 
Mm-hmm. And even when it comes to relationships, if I've been in a relationship with you, let's just say for five years mm. and mm-hmm. you still talking about, I'm going to marry you. I'm going to. Uh, First mm. of all, it's very easy to get married, <laughs> especially when you got courthouses everywhere. Mm-hmm. If, if that is the goal of your relationship, it mm. is technically very easy to get married. And if there is something holding you back, why have you not resolved that? Right. Mm-hmm. And I understand sometimes people do have commitment issues. Mm-hmm. People do have, and I hear this from a lot of men who say, you know, I want to have my finances right before I marry. Cause Me I want to make sure, right. I want you to have your finances <laughs> right too, but it'd you, be nice. Right. But I need you to be working on getting your finances right. And what does mm-hmm. right look like for you? Exactly. Because, you know, y'all do have to be on the same page with that. I think a lot of times people just be throwing stuff out there because they don't feel ready. Then say you're not ready. Exactly. Be honest with whoever that person is. Mm-hmm. Um, I. This is something I know each of us have seen an abundance of for whatever reason in this this life cycle of therapy, <laughs> we have seen a lot of people dating other folks potential. Mm-hmm. And there's such an immense amount of like desperation that ends up happening that they turn themselves into a pick me mm-hmm. absolutely I'm just like please stop it mm-hmm. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. date them I can't say that but that's what I be feeling in my brain yeah oh yeah sometimes they'd be like can I just go be a life coach because then I can just <laughs> say whatever I want to <laughs> say <laughs> without any consequences mm-hmm. yeah. uh, uh well let me say without let me not say without consequences, but consequences. I won't lose a ours. license behind it. Right. Um, but yes, there, the, I do see that recently, I would say definitely within the last mm, two years, probably mm-hmm. I've agree. seen an uptick in individuals, uh, men and women. Yep. Uh, so this is not a, when we say pick me, we're not talking about just, we're not talking about gender specific. Yeah. We're talking about people, <laughs> human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have seen an increase in individuals, you know, really throwing themselves into relationships that on every level they know is not healthy for them. Mm-hmm. Consciously, subconsciously, pre-consciously, unconsciously, you know, they know that financially, this financially, all the area. Yes. Spiritually know it intellectually <laughs> but food wise I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just everything yeah, all of the areas all of the above <laughs> but we're very good at um self-deception mm-hmm. you know i know we haven't done a, a session specifically on self-deception but um i remember taking a course in college on self-deception it was really interesting um about our brain's ability to really convince ourselves that something is true mm-hmm. at cognitive Mm -hmm. that's real yeah even in the face of absolute evidence (laughs) that the thing that we are saying is true is irrefutably not true Mm -hmm. um we still have a way of justifying in our own head why our thought is correct yeah you know look at what's going on in the world right now Mm -hmm. we ain't even gonna go down that road but look (laughs) at what is going on in the world there's a lot of self-deception yeah. And relationships are not going to be any different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it, when you say that desperation, it, that kind of leads me and kind of connects me with that self-deceptive mm-hmm. piece. Because mm-hmm. in order to, like, I have to, in order to s- justify staying here, 
mm-hmm. when I know good and well that for the last 10 years, this person has been saying they're going to do X, Y, Z, or I've been wishing and hoping that they mm-hmm. would do X, Y, Z. And none of that has actually come to pass. Yeah. And, but you know what though? Sometimes potential can be with um, people who have done act, have taken the action. Like, as I remember being in college and I dated this guy who also had a college was, no, I think he had already graduated. So he had a college degree, but then I was looking at where he was in his career. Cause he was using his degree, but I was thinking like, are you going to do anything else though? Or is this it? Mm-hmm. Like, and so I was like, yeah, no, this is not going to work. Cause I, I don't plan on just being here. Mm-hmm. Like you got to, I need you to go do some, and that's not everybody's ministry. You right. know, some people are content to just be where they are. And you have to kind of ask yourself, is that like you did with yourself? Mm-hmm. Is that acceptable for me? And that's no shade to either side. The person right. that wants to keep going or the person that wants to stay. But don't try to put y'all sales together and y'all want two different things, mm-hmm. which is what we typically see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people want two different things. It's just mind boggling to see our clients in a session. And it's like, but I, I. I must be with this person. And I'm like, always, but why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I spent so much time. That time is wasted one way or the other. Either you learned something from it or you didn't learn something from it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the true test of whether or not your time was wasted. Like how you said the 10 years. Okay. But did you learn something from it? Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't learn something from it and you stay with this person, that mm-hmm. wasn't a bear that that, <laughs> that investment good, uh, right. was whack <laughs> you know and i think you bring up a very valid point there mm-hmm. is almost like now go with me here um <laughs> uh, it's like potential in reverse uh-huh so when you say we've been together 10 years well it's on that hope of getting back to what we could have been or what we were don't you read me you know, don't you be on here reading <laughs> me, Doctor Strictly? Okay. <laughs> that's why I was like, you know, that's that's reverse potential. Yeah. Trying to get back to something, Shoot. so then you end up staying with a person with because of this hope again, mm-hmm. uh, which leads you to desperation, mm. and you stay with somebody because of the memory of what you were. Let me go put myself in the corner. You almost <laughs> made me cut. <'cause. laughs> because <laughs> i've have a, i have a lot of married couples that yeah. i've seen that are like that yes. it is true you know yes. they know that they're they really know that they're on their last leg mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. coming to therapy was their last ditch effort mm-hmm. but they still is still holding out hope yeah. well i want to get back to what we were first of all why do you want to go back that way because my thing i why do that's you what led go you back? here right that's <laughs> what led you here and why do you you met them when you were 19 you 45 now why do you want to go back to your 19 year old brain yeah mm-hmm. that don't work that's something i tell my clients okay so realize we're not going backwards mm-hmm. so we're gonna tear this whole thing up and recreate something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if that's not what you would like please see another therapist and I'm okay with that. Fire me. I'm okay with that. Because you you starting a whole new chapter with yes. some, a whole lot of pages. And it's obvious that in most situations that come to us, y'all were not honest from the get-go. That's mm-hmm. So that's we right have there. to go and pick up the person you were when you met each other mm-hmm. first. Then we have to recreate what happened. Then we had to be like, all of that was wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then we have to rebuild with the pieces that you actually like 
and then try it out. It's a couples is a process for yes. you. It's no joke. Yeah, it really is. And then on top of that, now you have to figure out what you want now. Mm-hmm. Because and that some, changes that. And it's changed probably several times and by the time you get to. to. Yes. If, if my significant other turn over and say, you're not the same person I married, I'm be like, duh, I'm not supposed to be right. Like I wish I would stay stagnant right Mm -hmm. now. If we are growing apart, then yeah, we need to sit down and be like, okay, well, how do we reconnect? How Mm -hmm. do we get, what things do you like in this stage? You're like, these are the things that I like in this stage. Let's figure out some stuff we can do together. That's, that's totally okay. But being caught up in, in the past, Good or bad, because sometimes mm-hmm. we also see that people be like, well, she did this. And she, but is she doing that now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I literally just got out of a session where I had to say, is she doing this now? <laughs> no. Well, well, no. Okay, so what you talking about? Right. Well, I have to go off of how things have. Okay, so how many more months does she need to not do what you saying she doing? Because it's been a year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that's another, uh, the flip side of staying with somebody because of memories, mm-hmm. you know, cause you can stay with someone uh, because of memories of the past on the positive end. Mm-hmm. We used to be so this, we used to have this much wild kinky, you know, <laughs> love <laughs> sessions, you know, and, or we used to go out all the time, but you can also stay with somebody because of memories because they hurt you. Mm-hmm. And whether you're doing it unconsciously, but I want you to hurt too. Mm-hmm. Or I want to either reap the benefit or, you know, of staying with you in spite of that hurt. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. know, I'm staying because of all this junk that's been there, but I don't want that to be my, my legacy or my truth. Yeah. We see that in a lot of military couples. Mm-hmm. They, they be like, I got to get that retirement. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's <laughs> a stupid reason to stay. Or even year one. Or- <laughs> or mm-hmm. even with children yeah. i want to stay until the children go off to college and them soonest. kids know y'all hate each right. other and and we'll come to therapy and tell the other therapists that we know my mom and daddy hate each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you stand for them no you stand for yourself you mm-hmm. stand for the status mm-hmm. the convenience the yeah. companionship the might even, be the money the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the benefits a, a lot of that could be the sassy time <laughs> that too for some mm-hmm. yeah but, you know, staying for, you know, and people stay in relationships for all kinds of reasons, mm-hmm. whether those are communicated, you know, between or only in one person's head. <laughs> um, but I think these two in particular, now, now this is outside of any type of abuse. So let's kind of go ahead and couch and disclaimer that. But I think but some people do stay because in a, uh, abusive relationships, uh, because depending on the type of abuse or the situation because of finance financial stability like that's their only they they think that's Mm -hmm. their only option Mm -hmm. so abuse can be a reason too oh yeah yeah no I agree with you there um but what what I was saying was outside of abuse oh I didn't let you finish (laughs) (laughs) my bad it's okay uh outside of abuse situations I think these two um are potentially the most emotionally damaging Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know because we know abuse can cover so many different types of areas but outside of a a truly abusive relationship I think continuing to be in a relationship with somebody because of what you think they can be 
or hope them to be or because of what they were and -hmm. what you miss um, are can be some of the most emotionally damaging to the self, not necessarily emotionally damaging to them, Mm -hmm. but to you. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that remembering the time when they were this and that, you know, I think that like Dr. Wall was saying earlier, you have to pay attention to what they are now, w- regardless of whether or not it's uh, a good thing or a bad thing. You mm-hmm. still have to pay attention to what they are now, because I think a, the reason why a lot of people don't talk about the changes rather is because they don't realize they're changing. They don't mm-hmm. realize they have changed and they don't know how to communicate that okay, I don't like roses anymore. I, mean, I like to very disconnected mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from self and others. Mm-hmm. I mean, we doing life with a lot of people, but we really not present. We mm-hmm. just walking around in bodies. We in mm-hmm. the matrix at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would agree with that. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I think this is specifically when we're doing couples work i think this is one of the reasons like the Gottman like love maps mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um thing is really important for couples to do because you do realize that you miss so much mm-hmm. about your partner once you get into the you know the minutiae of day-to-day go to work come home do this go to work and you just get into that grind of it's the same thing day in day out day in day out mm-hmm. and then as you are changing and setting different goals, like we've talked already, you know, and they get to changing and setting other goals. And then you realize it's two people and you're, you're with them, but you're with them because of what's in your head. Yeah. And your journey is different. Uh, I listened to um, TD Jakes. I can't remember what the sermon was, but it was, I think it was a panel. And he was talking about how, uh, when men say, okay, let's go on vacation. They have a totally different idea of what vacation mean. And women have a totally different, uh, meaning. So he said, well, babe, if I said, okay, let's go on vacation. Uh, what would you think? She said, I get to sleep. And he said, see, already we on two different pages. He said, cause when men say, okay, let's go on vacation. We think, oh man, we about to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> but that may also be yeah. an indication that you need to clue into your significant other because there is something that your partner is not getting. Mm-hmm. If she that tired. Mm-hmm. Why? What, what is she not getting? Mm-hmm. Rest. And, <laughs> right. <laughs> and if he wants sex, mm-hmm. what is he not getting? Yep draws because <laughs> my my bestie says the panty draws <laughs> but i agree with all of that <laughs> what you guys are saying you know and i think this is where you know we can start looking at what is the destruction that happens with being or staying with somebody because of these two kind of concepts you know what happens to the because we've talked about this before there's three people in a relationship or three entities there's you your partner and the relationship itself all three of those things want and need something different Mm -hmm. um so when you look at you know being with your partner because of who you hope them to be or things that you've created in your mind that could happen um or staying with them because of what was um You know, what is the destruction that happens to that third entity, the relationship? And then what is the destruction that happens to you as individuals? Because while you may be the one that has the, oh, well, they said they were going to, you know, marry me in in three years. 
What does that do to you? And then what does having that mindset do to them? Because your behavior is going to, you know, align with what's in your head. Mm -hmm. You know, your feelings, your, your thoughts, feelings, and actions all interact and interplay off one another. So if my mind is telling me I'm, I'm going to have this in this time frame, mm -hmm. then my behavior is going to reflect that thought. So that may include things like pressuring this person, questioning them, um, you know, that kind of stuff. And then what does that do to your partner? Well, you know, the thing about it is I believe that when it becomes those three entities, I think the relationship then suffers because now it's based on what each individual want and I'm doing what I need to do to get my agenda across. And so the, then the relationship suffers because I'm not paying attention to what you want as my partner. I'm paying attention, more attention to what I want and what I think I need. And so that may not be what you can give me. Mm -hmm. So then, but I'm still staying and mm -hmm. we're, and now I'm suffering. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm. Yeah. Cause I was just thinking about, I have, you know, over the last few months, um, <laughs> had some clients specifically in that situation, you know, more specific, specifically about, you know, continuing to be with somebody, um, and with the hopes of getting married, but that has not quite come to pass. Yeah. Um, and it's unclear whether it is actually going to, mm -hmm. um, and it's really hard to break through that dissonance as mm -hmm. a clinician, yeah. you know, break through that. Like, that's why I was saying earlier, hope, hope is a hell of a drug. And, you know, hope is what keeps people going. Like you think about people that suffer. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite books is Man's Search for Meaning uh, by Viktor Frankl. You mm. said that, and I was going to tell you, shout out to Dr. Bob, who was the former president of the Viktor Frankl institute he passed away today oh dang. he's my former uh professor so oh. shout out to dr bob and his family yeah rest in peace um but man search for meaning is mm -hmm. one of my I, I probably read this book at least four or five times um but in that book it's all about hope yeah mm -hmm. and for those that aren't aware very brief kind of overview of this book but it's about um a man um being at a concentration camp and just how people were able to be resilient and still, you know, make it through, even um, though they were going through these horrendous conditions, uh, you know, and still be able to see the good in the world and, you know, persevere and move forward. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's why I say, you know, hope is a hell of a drug because it can really get you out of a lot of situations there's even research for like cancer uh survivors yep you know about having hope and how that really affects the body and helps you heal mm -hmm. so when you think about being in that headspace in a romantic partnership it can lead you to make decisions and do things that under any other circumstance you would never do mm -hmm. yeah I agree with you. Yeah. And that's, the th I think you, as w I'll just speak as women, since I'm a woman, um, as women, we have to be mindful of not being, trying to be a hero and trying to, um, rescue, re rescue him <laughs> and <laughs> to, in, in, in the ways of pushing him into his reality. Mm -hmm. Like that is going, cause then you begin to pay more attention to his needs and his wants and where he's going mm -hmm. and you lose yourself. You he don't want it, sis. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You can encourage. Ain't nothing wrong with encouraging. Right. But if you are doing more work than the person that's supposed to be doing it, that is a indication that they don't want it. Mm-hmm. Or there's something else going on where uh, outside help may be needed. Mm-hmm. And and then you have to understand where all of that, that hero complex come from, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be fearful of being single. You can't be fearful of being a single mother. You can't be fearful of, you know, doing this thing called life on your own. Mm-hmm. And then end up staying in something unhealthy. So you have to figure out where that came from. Do you, did you, is that something that you grew up in where you're, you saw somebody in your life to where, like Dr. Strickland was saying earlier, comparing yourself, like, did you see somebody in your life finally Mm -hmm. make it and they want, they, in their fifties or in their sixties and they finally did it. And so you think that you can love him into his reality until he gets 60 and he'll make it. Like Mm -hmm. you have to understand where all of that come from. Yeah. Speaking of unhealthy it would be very unhealthy for us to not take a commercial break right now. So you can listen to our new ads, but we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. All right, we're back guys. So when y'all think about those thoughts that kind of start running through your mind, when you're in that place of desperation or you're in that place of broken brokenness, what do y'all think that does to the person? those thoughts I would say one of the first things is you guys know I hate the term self-esteem but <laughs> we just gonna run with it uh, I think it tears at your self-esteem I was gonna say it tears at all of the selves mm-hmm. esteem confidence and worth mm-hmm. but go ahead mm-hmm. I, I interrupted no you good I, I would agree with you on that mm-hmm. you know there is and it leads to like disbelief Mm-hmm. inability mm-hmm. disbelief in self uh you know i've had pe- i've spoken to people and they just don't have any trust in them anymore yeah especially once they've gotten out of those situations yeah you know i think the for me from what i've seen the bigger damage is once i've gotten out yeah because yeah. they realize they allowed themselves to mm-hmm. be in that situation so if mm-hmm. i can't make wise choices how mm-hmm. can I be left alone with me? Mm-hmm. And you know what I typically tell my clients with that is that now you have the experience. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so now you know what to look for and what to run away from. Mm-hmm. And even if, it, cause the thing about it is, and like we say all the time, stop falling in like, and in love with uh representatives. It's clumsy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Exactly. You have to start. We, we, as people, we have to start, start making sure we're paying attention to those things that were red flags in the beginning of the last relationship that we saw Mm -hmm. or was in and ignore it. Like that's a red flag for some reason. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, and so pay attention. Like my, my cousin and I used to say, we're going to just sit in the nosebleed section and watch. Yeah. There you go. I like it. And then sometimes even to piggyback off what the Dr. Jones Hines is saying is that it's not even about, paying attention to the red flags do you know what you want because a person don't have to be the spawn of satan for (laughs) them not to be your person right like everybody that don't want you or you don't want them is not evil and sometimes i think we do that a lot yes and sometimes it's it's people that we mesh well with that's still not our person no Mm -hmm. so it's because they in the wrong position yeah 
You know, sometimes people come into your life because they supposed to be your best friend Mm -hmm. or they supposed to be your accountant. Mm -hmm. You ain't just supposed to be with them romantically Mm -hmm. just because everything else match up well. So Mm -hmm. stop putting people, everybody in boyfriend or girlfriend category Mm because that's not that's not the only two categories (laughs) that you can have in your life. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. No. So. And y'all's experience in working with people that have had, you know, these kinds of situations come up, do you find that there are differences or similarities in the, between men and women and, you know, kind of what they fall victim to? Honestly, I'm going to be for real. It be the same. Yeah. It really do. Now, I think everybody wants different stuff so that's why i'm not even gonna worry about that aspect but it really be the same when somebody wants a particular person to be in their life and they gonna do x y and z it's across the board Mm -hmm. yeah i would have to i would have to say i think it's the same but i think what i found i think i'm trying to remember i think what i've been seeing is women tend to stick and stay longer yeah because we still live in a very patriarchal society where our value is tied to having a man Mm. Mm because we it it, we only had rights since 1913 Mm -hmm. and not even full rights just the beginning of them (laughs) true (laughs) so that is that wasn't that long ago right Mm it's people still alive (laughs) from 1913 Mm. yep Mm mm-hmm uh, I would agree with you, uh, Dr. Jones-Hines. I would say, I actually agree with both of you. I, for What I was going to say is, what I've seen is that the actions, I think, of being in those types of relationships and the reasons behind are fairly equivalent. Mm-hmm. But I do notice that my women yeah. clients stay longer than my male clients. I agree with that as yeah. well. But what you will find is somebody jumping into your DM. Mm-hmm. and be like what you been up to how's your life been going mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> the slow blink that was going on over here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it just show up differently but it'd be the same stuff mm-hmm. you know that's mm, so you bring up an interesting point mm-hmm. so it just kind of keyed in and this was not in a part of our you know topic guys it's just <laughs> something that uh dr wall just said that made me think about it So we're talking about being with somebody for potential or staying because of memories. Mm -hmm. What about throwback people? Mm. So like you were saying, somebody hopping into your DM, somebody that you used to date that, you know, kind of keeps coming back and popping back up into your life. Mm -hmm. Do you guys, where do you think that lies within this spectrum? Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. I think I was going to say for me, when it's happened to me, it's been based off of memories. Gotcha. And I will say, I think it's smack dab in the middle and has both Mm. because there's a potential to get back to what it was or what it could be. And then you're basing it off of the memories. Mm -hmm. And y'all know the interns, the interns know y'all know. I've, I've been real honest. You know, I've had an on again, off again relationship with an individual to where just recently I was like, I ain't going to be able to do this no more because it's a pattern going on. A pattern. A pattern. <laughs> As my Tennessee folks would say, mm-hmm. a pattern <laughs> um, that's going on to where 
I'm left in shambles. And mm-hmm. I don't really think I should do that to myself continuously. So after the things that that individual told me the last time, which were very hurtful, the girls read them. Mm-hmm. All the girls mm-hmm. <laughs> read them. Because I, I checked myself. I was like, okay, am I tripping? Is Am I reading this wrong? Am I reading this right? What is the situation? And that's why you should have good people in your corner and your circle mm-hmm. um, to, to keep you in check. And it's not that anybody hadn't been keeping me in check. My mama had, my besties had, mm-hmm. <laughs> my family members had. And it's it's this situation where they love this individual, but they know this individual is not healthy for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I cannot continue to keep myself in limbo and waiting on this person to show up in a manner that is healthy for me because it's obvious, obvious that that's not what they want. And if they feel like they can be disrespectful, that sends it to a whole other level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I take full ownership of staying. Mm-hmm. I take full ownership of not realizing that my needs were just as important as that person's needs. Because anybody knows me, I go into full on like submissive woman. Like I, I want to be led because I'm tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm a boss every day. Mm-hmm. I just want what, what you need. Mm-hmm. You want a plate, a hot plate or a cold plate? What plate you want? You want to drink? Oh, Which, you know what I'm saying because it, it that's a lot easier life than always having to be Dr. Wall entrepreneur of six different businesses and mm-hmm. okay the podcast host like mm-hmm. that's an easier lifestyle for me but when you get with somebody and they're not appreciative of what you are giving them you have to be like okay well, let me take this somewhere else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. go ahead now you go ahead no. oh. <laughs> <laughs> you scrape um so I think, so for me, I, I have not taken many back. Um, I think the two that I took back, one was someone I dated in high school and, um, he cheated. And so we I left him alone, but then it was, I think it was the, I think that one came back because of the expectations that others had. Like they was like, man, this mind done changed Ooh, and stuff. We didn't like get that. into that. The potential that other people see that they place those expectations on you. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. And so I think that was why, um, I took him, this particular person back because of that. Mm-hmm. And you know, we dated our whole, you know, senior year and everything and everything was fine, but he still was doing like slick slide stuff mm-hmm. like with other, that you know, don't feel good. And it didn't, it did not feel good. And so when we broke up because I left to go to college, mm-hmm. he tried to come back and I was like, I couldn't even trust you when I was in Memphis. I'm not yeah. taking you back now. Yeah. It makes you wonder why do individuals feel that they need to treat you that way? in order to get a leg up on you when you, I'm here, I, you, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do nothing extra for me to be here. I'm choosing yeah. to be here. Who hurt you? And why are you not <laughs> healing? <laughs> <laughs> Let it go, sir. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that is, but see, and I, but I think even then I knew I needed to take care of myself. Yeah. But then I, the next person wasn't better. <laughs> Cause you this, fully healed. Obviously. <laughs> Because this one, I kept going back and he kept cheating. But I think I kept going back this time was because um, 
I was connected to his family. Mm. And so I think I was more connected to the family. And so I I felt like I kept taking the family back. But in order for me to take the family back, I had, I didn't necessarily have to take him back, but that was my connection. We we get it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was my connection. That's a hard one, especially Mm, when you grow up. I'm going to just say it for us because I know we have. When you grow up in the South and you're taught certain things as a, a Southern woman, you know, there's just, there's a lot of, nurturing that goes into mm-hmm. building those relationships with your potential persons mm-hmm. <laughs> family and all of that it's hard to sever those connections don't let them it have is. no kids and then mm-hmm. it's a whole yeah. other problem yeah mm. and see that was the thing like i'm very family oriented and yeah. for him to be for his family to be the way they mm-hmm. were and you know he had the rims and the Timbs, and you oh, know he Lord. was a little thuggish you know <laughs> he had a little rough on him had you a know rough neck he had a little rough and so you know that's what i was attracted to at that time so mm. i kept taking him back until i got tired mm-hmm. yeah. and once i got tired he knew i was tired and i was done mm-hmm. when that tide come it'd be like done mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't nothing they be talking to you you want some food no Mm-mm. You sure you're not hungry? I'm good. You know, I know we're not supposed to talk about (laughs) Mr. Kelly, but him and a certain lady made a song about when a woman's fed up. Oh, Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, we we just going to deal with her. We just going to leave her. Sparkle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, but that's true. Mm -hmm. Like once you have, and I would say that's true for both sex, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, that song was about a woman. But, you know, once a person has reached their done like that lit there is literally nothing you can do here's the benediction mm-hmm. it's over well yeah i and that i try not to be that way the scorpio on me can be very vicious and sting the crap out of people mm-hmm. and for me to be <laughs> as loving and empathic as i am for me to go there i know that's not that ain't a good place so when i'm done you don't exist like you like you don't exist at all you're a figment of my imagination. Say <laughs> <Take> poof, <laughs> be gone. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm trying to think. So for myself, I uh, I also have. <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> we all done took somebody back multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that mine was definitely. Uh, I think it started because of memories. Mm-hmm. The taking back. Um, mm, let me think about that for a second. <laughs> See, this is why we need a soundboard. <laughs> so let me rephrase that. I think I stayed with this person initially because of potential. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was, and I've talked about this in different sessions before, that I was a very different person at that time in my life than mm-hmm. I am right now. Much more timid and uh, mild-mannered, you know, kind of meek. So, and he was a dope boy, you know, he was, you know, like that same kind of thing. Like he mm-hmm. was fast, he was wild. He was, you know, everything that you would want in that kind of a, a person. Mm-hmm. And when this individual was in a clear, let me just say a clear head of space, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they were great. Mm-hmm. You know, they were the, a great partner. Um, So I think initially I stayed with this person because of potential of what I thought he could be. Mm -hmm. And uh, even deeper, if I want to do a deep dive on myself, what I thought I could make him become. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But <laughs> through the series of events that took place <laughs> over the next <laughs> few years, um, I, I kept taking him back because of the memories yeah. of the those good times that, okay, so mm-hmm. when this person is in a clear headspace, like, we're great, it's great, it's, it's, it's all peachy keen. Yeah. Um, and stayed way, way, way too long um, with this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the subsequent, you know, emotional work and behavioral changes that came after that, I am grateful for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm grateful for that experience because I've now become the person that I've become, even with the work that I still got to do as an individual now, but that's based off different experiences. Mm-hmm. But I am grateful for, even though I hate having gone through some of those things, I'm glad that I did because I don't think that I would have naturally become the person that I became. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, you know, behavioral and emotional changes, let's go ahead and take another break. So that we can listen to Balance Beacon's ad and after that she dance studios. It's so much going on in the world right now, and we could all use some extra support. At Balance Beacon, we offer counseling services for individuals, couples, families, and groups. If you're in Texas, give us a call at 214-396-6503 or visit our website at www.balancebeacon.com for more information. Are you looking for a new way to get your body right and your body tight? Well, let me give you the scoop on She. She Dance Studios is a women's only sensual fitness program geared towards unleashing that inner goddess. We're currently offering classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. inside Active Family Wellness located at 4120 North Collins Street, Suite 200, Arlington, Texas 76005. For more information, DM us on Instagram or Facebook at She Dance Studios. Well, welcome back, guys. We hope you enjoyed those nice, lovely ads. Helpful, <laughs> soothing. And brand spanking new <laughs> ads. Uh, but, you know, we kind of wanted to transition into, so what is the mind frame that you got to get into once you recognize that you are in a space of being or staying with someone because, you know, of what they can do, what they could be, what you could make them into, or because of what was, mm-hmm. you know, what is some of the the things that need to take place for you to start to you know lay the groundwork to move forward Mm -hmm. I would I would start off by saying understand that this is not an overnight process Mm -mm. not at all mm -hmm. you definitely have to do some self-reflection in in understanding yourself and knowing is this what you want for the rest of your life 
Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Better yet, is this something you want for the next six months? Mm-hmm. The thing that I was thinking about just when I get back into my own headspace back when I was in, mm-hmm. in a, a relationship like that was shame. Mm-hmm. You know, there was, you know, I ha- I really had to get through a lot of shame of this was knowing that this was not where I needed to be mm-hmm. and people watching me take yeah. this person back, take this person back, take this person back. Um, even though I never promised that I wouldn't take this person back, but you know, you still get that people know the eyeballs on yeah. you mm-hmm. kind of thing. How can you be such a smart girl and make such stupid decisions? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really working through the shame of having been in that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I was going to say something that uh, Dr. Strickland and I have talked about several times. Um, just us talking about stuff is um, determining what it feels like mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the realest things that I went through um is realizing I don't like the way this feels so why would I want to keep going back or bringing it back or allowing him to come back when I'm not staying like grounded in the moment I'm letting what I feel in the moment be overshadowed by what I feel about the past or where we're trying to get to mm-hmm. and I think for me I had to get past understanding that I'm worth more than this like I can't keep taking you back and you keep cheating and because every yeah. time you cheat and I take you back and you cheat again and I keep this cycle going it it tears away at me mm-hmm. and so then I start believing that I this is, is something wrong you with deserve me it. Mm-hmm. 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 and for those of you one of the things that Dr. Wall was just saying is knowing what it feels like for those of you who will say well I don't know what real love feels like you may not know what real love feels like but you know what makes you uncomfortable mm-hmm. yeah Oh, yeah, we're very good at saying what we don't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we may have a hard time identifying what we do like. Mm-hmm. You ask somebody what they want to eat, and they say, I don't know. But <laughs> you yeah. want chicken? No. You want burger? No. You want taco? No. You but want spaghetti? You no. Want? So we're really good at identifying what we don't like, what we don't want, what we don't. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I agree with you there. If that's where you need to start, then start there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's at least a jumping off point for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Something that I have my clients do often is to write a description of their ideal person. Mm. And this is just characteristics. It's not necessarily about money or anything like that. Um, because I think there needs to be an understanding of what you need to go after. And even if you're a traditional person and you believe a woman shouldn't go after a man, you still can put that good energy out there. Mm-hmm. even if you ain't chasing him mm-hmm. um and so that way it's from a place of affirmation instead of a place of withdrawal kind of like what y'all were saying we know what we don't want mm-hmm. but we don't know what we do so when you don't know what you want you're going to keep attracting that because you don't know the things that are good for you personally mm-hmm. so you're not putting that out there you're not setting your intention you're not manifesting the man of your dreams you're manifesting the person you don't want. Mm-hmm. You manifest the man of your nightmare. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't want that. Yes. And I think wrapped up in all of this is honesty mm-hmm. with self. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It is the best policy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, you know, because if you can't be honest with you, then who nor- who else is going to be honest with you? Yeah, you know, you are in your own head. You hear your own voice internally. You know, no one else is master of that domain. Mm-hmm. You know, thank goodness we can't actually mind read because it'd be a very sad world <laughs> uh, or we would all <laughs> annihilate each other. <laughs> um, but, you know, you are the master of what's going on in your own head. So be honest with yourself. If you see that things are not going quite the way that you had hoped, you planned, you wanted, you know, insert all of that, that it's OK to pivot and change directions. Mm hmm. You know, you don't have to stay because of then insert whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing should make you keep somebody that don't need to be kept. Mm-hmm. That is true. You know, I, I'm a firm believer in, you know, twice a year I, I assess myself. And I don't mean from a Freudian place because we know he had issues. But from a place <laughs> of like there are five areas in my life. And I learned this from uh my former minister in Abilene, Dr. Tony Roach, you know, I look at my health, my wealth, my career, my faith, and my relationships. And I assess them on my new year, which is my birthday. And then six months later, because I need to be checking in with myself Mm -hmm. and making sure that, okay, am I following what I need to get? Am I doing the things that I need to do in order to get where I'm trying to go? And that area of relationships is always, <laughs> is always the hardest thing for me to figure out as well as for my clients when I have them do it as well. And I'm just like, well, you're going to have to do it. And, and to add on to that, I pay attention to my physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual stability mm-hmm. on the more regular, because those are more uh, daily. Yeah. Check-ins. Daily check-ins. Yeah. So I I definitely do that for myself. And this is some of the things that I um, encourage my clients to check in regularly to, Mm -hmm. to make sure they're that those areas are stable in their lives. Because if it's not, then you know, there's a need not being met. There's something that needs to be focused on. There's something that needs feeding and that, that makes you uh, have to pay attention to that area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are some things that y'all, would suggest for people who want to stay with the potential, stay with the memories. Be honest that that's <laughs> why you're staying. And ask yourself, how are you going to experience peace, joy, contentment, and um, and overall just, oh, I hate to say happy, joyful <laughs> life. Good quality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in order, if you stay in this relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what are you going to do different behaviorally? Because again, remember if you are, you know, not paying attention to like what the stuff that Dr. Jones Hines just said and being honest with yourself while you're doing that and trying to figure out how you're going to have that, your behavior is going to have to change along with that. Mm-hmm. Because if you continue to still think the way that you were thinking, your actions will still show that you're not in those places. Mm-hmm. So really taking um, stock of that interconnectedness between thoughts, feelings, and actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say if you choose to stay, make sure that this is a healthy choice for you. If this is something that you can actually live with for the rest of your life, and then identify ways that you may need to um, adjust 
the environment that you're in in order not to get to a place of resentment because y'all's views are still never going to align and so that means Mm -hmm. if you are staying you are choosing to give up what you wanted for what they want and that is a huge sacrifice it's not to say that you can't make it but if you are going to make it I would prefer you to do it as healthily as possible and if you Mm -hmm. already are experiencing resentments you need to work through those yeah Mm -hmm. because that's not making it any better because and (laughs) and those resentments are going to manifest whether you are on uh, on purpose or not they're going to manifest in one way shape or form Mm mm-hmm and it ain't nothing but a hop, skip, and a jump to hatred. Mm-hmm. You never lie. Okay. Well, as customary, we love <laughs> giving you all quotes to end our sessions. So this uh, quote today is by Mandy Hale. No matter how attractive a person's potential may be, you have to date their reality. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.